when you think about what you love to do, what you do on YouTube, what you create, what you make money doing, think about the journey that you went on to get there. And in this episode, we're going to dive in how you can combine your passions and make business and money all from doing what you love. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on, their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. What up, women of YouTube? I'm super pumped to be here. First of all, if you're listening to this when it comes out, I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, I have been moving and I also launched a book. And in all of that craziness, uh, I forgot to record some pieces for this podcast. I'm a little late getting to you. If you're watching the replay, this has nothing to do with you, but thank you for being here. So yeah, so I've been super crazy with like all the life happening for me. I bought a house with my husband. It's the first time we've ever been able to buy a house and like live somewhere. We both grew up military kids and then we um, became military family adults and there's just a lot of moving and renting and we've moved 10 times in 10 years, like almost on average every single year. How ridiculous is that? But now once I get all these boxes unpacked in this house, I never have to move again. And if I do, I'm totally hiring somebody because this has been awful. (laughs) But also big, big, gigantic news. If we're talking about journeys and struggling and figuring out like what our passions are, uh, my book is out for sale on Amazon. It is called Innovation from Desperation, The Unfiltered Failures and Successes of an OG Social Media Marketer. And that is me, OG. Um, I've been doing this for a very long time, this whole social media thing, a lot longer than most people have. Um, I remember the, like the wild, wild west of it all when like being a social media manager, like it wasn't even like what people called it. It just like, (laughs) that's how long I've been doing this, but it was a, it's been a crazy journey filled with lots of highs and lots of lows. And I just spill my guts into this great book. And of course there is a whole chapter about YouTube. I would not forget that and I even talk about the Women of YouTube podcast in the book. So it's definitely worth checking out if you are the reading type. Um, one of the funny things about launching something is that people have requests and opinions and apparently everyone wants me to do an audiobook. So the audiobook will be coming out. That's my Q3 project to get that done for you. So let's talk about what we have going on on the podcast today. So I'm talking with Catherine about what it has been like for her to combine her two passions, which are video and small business. So many businesses that are out there, like realtors, chiropractors, CPAs, like the everyday business that everybody needs, they need marketing too. And they should 100% be using video and YouTube to make that happen. And so that's what Catherine does for her videography business is that she helps people like thrive and show their best self all through video marketing and helping people get like their life together when it comes to that. This conversation is a really good one. They all are, but they're all like uniquely good in their own ways. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode. And again, I would really love it if you guys went and checked out my book, Innovation from Desperation. It is on sale over on Amazon right now. And here is Catherine. 
I'm super pumped for this talk with you today, Catherine. Thank you so much for choosing to be with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. All right. Let's dive into it. Why YouTube? YouTube. I love YouTube because I'm very passionate about video. Video is my thing. And several years ago, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and video I went to YouTube and, you know, we all see Casey Neistat, right? We've seen those vlogs and that's what got me interested in video, like just the whole idea of it. And then YouTube just kind of came from that, right? Um, I started my business in 2017 and ever since then I've just been working hard and now I really want to dive into YouTube and help others um, with their journey as well. So, so what's the, one of your biggest struggles um, as a growing YouTuber on this platform? I think as a YouTuber in general, it's just it, in the beginning, it was figuring out where I wanted to go with it. Like there's so much with YouTube. It's, I always say YouTube is a beast and sometimes we get overwhelmed by it. And I think in the beginning for me, I just was doing everything and anything just to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. Um, so I think in the beginning, it's a little overwhelming. And I think that's the scariest part is just figuring out who you are in this huge world of video. And uh, I think that was my biggest struggle in the beginning is just figuring out what direction I really wanted to go with it. And finally, I'm figuring that out. I'm finally figuring it out, but it's taken a long time. It's not like it's happened overnight. Um, it's kind of gone with my passion, right? So I don't know. It's, that's my biggest struggle, I think. So who are you then on YouTube? Like what's your channel about? How do you help people? What is, tell us about like, how your channel's purpose came to be. Yeah, so my channel is, in 2000, let's go back to 2018. In 2018, I had some personal struggles and uh, it was just a rough year for me. 2019 hit and I just was like, let's do this, let's figure this out. I just had a mindset shift. And so I went to YouTube and really, you know, I have been on YouTube for eight years and I hadn't really been dabbling here and there. In 2019, I was just like, okay, I need to figure out where I'm going with this. So it's taken me a full year, but 2020 hit, I rebranded my business and I redirected my business towards small businesses. And I help small businesses understand the power the video has for them, but also like small YouTubers that don't really know the direction they should go. And I just like really want to help small YouTubers and small businesses understand the power of video and like all the stuff that goes with that. So that's like my channel in a nutshell. I just really enjoy that side of things. And I love the, the fact that I get to tie in business and video at the same time. So yeah, it's a huge, it's exciting for me. So you dropped that business bomb on us. So tell us what does business look like for you on YouTube? Like how are you using YouTube to grow your business? So I have a fairly small YouTube channel and people see numbers in this, you know, we're always metrics. Um, and vanity metrics and we're always looking at that but I'm a fairly small YouTube channel but I don't see that as small uh, I have a good following uh, the followers that I have they're always reaching out to me last year in 2019 I you know I went 32 weeks straight and did videos every single week and I noticed from April to September there was like you know that's in, in between where people are still getting used to you but September hit and I was just like exploded with questions. People asking me questions about my business 
um, asked me how to do video. Uh, it's just, it was super interesting to see that process because at first I was like, oh, is anybody actually watching this? Uh, so I've seen over the past year, just the growth that YouTube has helped me with my business. It's helped people connect with me uh, and trust me and also, you know, bring in clients that way. So that's really what I've been using YouTube for just to like, you know, put, make myself a leader in my area first and then start reaching out beyond that. So then how are you making money? So how I make money right now is I'm actually a video editor. So I edited for other YouTube channels, uh, other people that are wanting to start their YouTube channels. Um, and I also make money by, you know, doing one-on-one. -on -one. So I'll do one-on-one -on -one consultations with them, help them understand like if they're, I also, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are nervous to start their channels because they don't want to get in front of the videos. So I actually do help them with that process. So I do a lot of that kind of stuff. So that's just super exciting for me and uh, just, you know, helping people get into that area. Video, so powerful, it's a tool you need to use, right? So exciting. That's awesome. And I always love knowing about that thing because so many people are, there's definitely a gigantic like percentage of people that are using YouTube as a place to like just share and have a hobby and, and do something fun. But you reach this point, no matter what your intentions are on YouTube, where if you are seeing growth, the business part just like comes in and it goes from being a hobby or things you're doing into like a side hustle and for some people, their full-time job. And right. so I always think it's important for us to be realistic about those origins and, and how it naturally evolved because it's just, it, it's work. Like it is a lot of work, but if you're using YouTube the correct way, it can, it can do so many things for you, no matter where you are in your YouTube journey, whether you have like a hundred subs or hundred thousand subs. Right. And, and that's it. Like I, I see a lot of people saying, Oh, I don't have the subscribers. I don't have the followers, but I get high engagement, like in my DMS and Instagram and on YouTube, like I get high engagement that way. Uh, people asking and reaching out, like you may not see my view, a ton of views or ton of subscribers, but on the back end, I'm getting a lot of people reaching out because people are, you know, not that confident to reach out in public, you know, on computer because they're afraid of asking questions. So they'll ask behind the scenes. So there actually is a ton of people asking questions behind the scenes. Uh, so that's good uh, thing to remember is that not always is, you know, a huge subscriber amount going to, it needs to be quality. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to subscribers. And I think it's important for people to remember something really important and that's, it's not about subscribers. It's about views and no one can look at someone's YouTube channel and like know how many views they have. Right. Mm -hmm. So like for my channel, like when we're recording this, I have 8,100 people that have subscribed to my channel, but I've right. hit over 600,000 views on my channel right. because right. it's all about solving problems for people. And those views convert into, um, email, email opt-ins. So while well, I, I don't have 600,000 email subscribers, uh, it does come from that. And so it's just one of those things, like there's so much more to it. And I love that you said that the vanity metrics stop people or let that be a, a determining factor. So I love that you pointed that out and that you talked about that for sure. Yeah. So what's been one of the coolest things for you about getting to be a YouTuber? Uh, I think, well, this is just for me personally. I think the coolest thing that I enjoy is the collaboration part of it. Um, you know, connecting with other YouTubers out there. There's 
now there's a lot of females in my industry. Like I'm video, I love video. So there's a lot more females coming out of the woodworks. And I really love seeing that there are female editors and videographers out there. And I think that's really cool. Uh, I'm hoping to get into more collaborations with sorts, but then just like, I don't know, the community of it all. And then everybody's trying to help each other out and support each other. Uh, so I think this, that side of things is really, really cool. Yeah, I definitely love the community with YouTube. I love how you talked about female creators. And we're here for we're here for the ladies, for the dudes that are listening. Thanks for listening, but we're here for the ladies. And you know, one of the things that I think is so important is that we have representation in every area. And there are so many fantastic male cinematic editors and that do really awesome things. But there's also females out there and I just need them. Mm. We need them to get some light shine on them and we need them to come out of the work and share their genius on YouTube, whatever way that they can. Cause there's right. so many great editors out there. Just gotta can't get your butts on YouTube ladies do it. I know. I know. And I, there's actually a few people that in, kind of inspired me. Uh, there's, there's Sarah Dietschy, for example, she really took off that. So I was in, into Casey Neistat vlogs and then I saw Sarah and then I kind of, pushed me. I was like, oh my gosh, she's a female. Like, that's kind of cool. And then just so many other ones like Lizzie Pierce and like those people, those women inspired me to kind of get out and do my own thing and get creative my side of things. So yeah. I've been really into Monica Church's YouTube channel lately. Yeah. He does a lot of really fun, different things too. And I love how she, I just love how not just with Monica, there's, there's something like, and Sarah Dietschy and all of them, they just have like taken, they see what other YouTubers do and you can kind of see the twinges of inspiration, but as they've come up uh, farther, you can definitely see they've evolved into their own style. And so people like us are like, oh, this is like, I'm looking for like a Monica Church style or a Sarah Dietschy style or a Catherine Manning style. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's so fun to be able to have those names to draw for, for examples of the kind of content that we want, because like, so for me, for example, so for, on the subject of talking about like kind of content that we're creating. So, um, I'm a military wife and I've moved a lot. And so when you move a lot, your set's going to change a lot. Like you can definitely see right. like the foundations, like my white bookshelf is always there and my white brick background, which is literally just the backdrop I bought that's from, from Amazon. But <laughs> I was studying so many male YouTubers and stuff just like accidentally. So I just say I was just studying YouTubers and I kind of noticed they had this like dark broody kind of style where it's like they were lit but their backgrounds were kind of dark and they had these like light accents and stuff and I was like that's awesome I want to do that and so when they built my set in my uh the house I'm, I'm in right now that's what I, I went for and I did I want to say like four months of videos in it and it just like never felt like home like it never right. felt super natural and I, and I had to fight some like weird tech issues and I'm just like I don't have time for this I'm a right. mom and I'm a wife and I'm a business owner and I have all these other things pulling me like I don't have time to deal with like why are my lights in the background like shuddering right and right. so I started I looked at who had drawn my inspiration the, the commonality of it was like we were all men so I had this effort where I went, I went and looked at female creators in my exact same industry that talk about the kind of the exact same stuff that these men were talking about. And they're the one thing about their style that was constant was it was bright. Right. Yeah. And I just thought that it was so interesting how like that psychology comes into it that like it's, it was in my case specifically, like I wasn't getting the conversions that I wanted 
because of my set, because this wasn't connecting. But once I went to this like more natural lighting and was closer to the camera and, and was just, it was less fuss. I it was part of like this, like, like incline of like success for me. So it's this idea of like, we ladies have so much to offer and our own style and our own way of doing it, which is why mm-hmm. I think it's so important for us to have representation and people that we can relate to. Because when you see ourselves in something, it becomes more obtainable. Well, that's also the, the fact is if you're not comfortable, people are going to notice it and they're not going to relate to you. They're going to see you're stiff and like you're feeling on edge all the time, right? And that, I, that was another thing that I really like to point out to people. Just use what you've got. Just enjoy the process. Don't get all worked up about it. It's if you're doing this for a purpose is to help someone, right? It's always to help someone. Um, That's what I think about whenever I do my videos, I sit there, I talk to the camera and I'm like, how can I help this person? Like, how am I going to help? If one person watches my video, that's great. You know, because that means that one person's going to get that help. Um, So that's how I think about it every time. I really try to be humble about it because honestly, if I get bigger in the future, that's exciting. But right now I'm just, I'm enjoying the process and all that goes into it. Yeah, no, I think that you're the nail on the head. Help people. If you have this one person, that's why we do it. And I love that you point out, I love that that's your mantra for doing it. I know things were getting really heated up in this episode, but I wanted to take a quick sec and make sure that you knew about the Women of YouTube community. This is a Facebook group focused on bringing us female creators together to help with any struggles that you might be having. You can ask questions and get answers from your fellow female creators and of course, lift each other up along the way of our YouTube journeys. We also are going to have weekly office hours, monthly trainings on various topics to help you as a creator at any level. We're going to also have Ask Me Anything, some of our favorite YouTube creators, live channel reviews with TubeBuddy, and so much more. I would love it if you joined us, so please head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. I will also include a link to this group in those show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Okay, so what are some of your favorite tools for creating videos? Like, what are you editing with? What are you filming with? How are you promoting your videos? Give us those deets. Yeah, so I use Adobe Premiere Pro. That's my editing software. I just, because that's my business, right? So I go, I've worked hard at figuring out all the ins and outs. And I've taught myself, I didn't take a course or something. I taught myself in the big world of YouTube, there's someone always telling you something about YouTube. So I've researched and did the work and figured it out myself. So I use Adobe Premiere Pro and all of the Adobe stuff just because it's more like it's easy to have everything together and not have to have this and that and all of that jazz. So that's what I use for editing software. As for my filming setup, uh, you know, I use a camera. I, I'm a videographer too, so I do use a camera, a higher end camera, just because of, you know, my business. But I always say, like, don't get caught up in, like, the little details of having the best stuff just use what you got. So I have a Nikon D750 that I use. Um, and then I also just purchased a Nikon Z6 and I love both of those cameras. And then obviously I have audio to go along with that, like attachments and stuff. But yeah, I just, um, I try not to get caught up and I just enjoy it. Yeah. I hear you. I always tell people use what you have and then you'll upgrade later. So. Well, that's the thing though. I always say if you start with your phone and then people start to watch you and see the process 
they start to see the little changes. Like, for example, Vanessa Lau, she's a YouTuber. Uh, and I saw her videos in the beginning, you know, like I'm pretty sure she used like the cheapest camera or I think it was a cell phone or something. And now look at her. She was able to upgrade her cameras. And I've seen this process and I've enjoyed that process because now I'm relating to her as a person. I'm like, oh, I, I'm not, I don't have all this money to go out and spend on cameras, gear, camera gear. And I can see that she started with literally nothing and went from here, right? So that's the process. And I always try to explain that to people to so get caught up on in that. It's, it's kind of fun being an OG follower, right? Like you can kind of like, Oh, I see, I see that. I see that yeah. journey you went on. I, right, I right. made that change. Oh, you did that. Like I used to, so like my OG person that like I totally fangirl over and she knows this is Amy Landino. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved watching her transition cause I've been following her since like 2016. I've loved watching her like go from her like the different parts of her apartment and then when she moved into her bigger apartment and then it was like one day all of her books were white where she had mm. all the spines and she turned them around and I was like I see what you did there with those books she's like it's <laughs> clean right I was like yes like that's like, awesome an evolution of like her very like white clean look it's just so fun watching people you love like evolve as creators and you get to be a part of that journey and I love that that what that builds is like this like bond and this relationship where you can almost like feel like you're friends with somebody and that like you can relate to somebody again that's why representation is so important i feel like my goal with my content is when i want to help people i really want people to be like i want to be friends with her <laughs> right yeah that's what i like i want people to feel like they can relate to me i don't want to have all this stuff like i again i have this stuff but i want them to feel like they can relate to me and that's what I tell people when they start their channels. I just talked to a person the other day. It's like, you know, people are going to see the process. They're going to see you and they're going to relate to you. And then you can gradually build up, you know, once you get a little bit more of a client, clients come in, you know, anyways, it's just exciting to see that process and follow along and connect with people on it. So on the subject of the YouTube process, what do you think is one of the most important things anyone getting started with YouTube should do besides film with what they have because <laughs> we've already talked, we already talked about that <laughs> yeah yeah so I think the most important thing is besides that it's just to this is general I think not to get overwhelmed by it um, you know not just you know camera gear editing software I'm talking about getting overwhelmed as a person um, I think me personally in the beginning i was just trying way over the top like i was being way over the top and i was not getting enough sleep and i was stressing about it and i was like what am i doing and, you know i wasn't getting the views and doing all this work and just what am i doing but i think the overwhelmed part in that sense and stressing yourself out um you're really taking away from what you're trying to do and I think that's one thing that I always try to get across is um, in the beginning, you're starting out, you have nothing, just enjoy it, just enjoy it. And then like, obviously, gradually you can change and adapt to different things, but enjoy that's what I always, the process. That's it. And I think Gary V talks about this. Enjoy the process. Um, I'm referring to a lot of different people here because I follow a lot of different people. Um, but it's about the process and at the end of it all, I want to be able to say, yes, I worked my butt off for this. I didn't just buy followers. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. 
enjoyed the process and I, I struggled. I went through this. And uh, at the end of it all, I want to say, yes, I worked my butt off and I'm, I'm so proud of myself, you know? So I think there's so much to go in when you're starting it and in the beginning, not to get overwhelmed. So you just mentioned that we've referenced a lot of people because as YouTubers, we're always drawing inspiration from other people. But what do you think is your, if someone was to say, oh, I love how Catherine does blank. What do you think that would be like? What would be, what's your Catherine-ness? Uh, when it comes to YouTube? Uh, I don't know if this is, a lot of the locals here will call me the video queen. So like I just have my way of putting videos out there and, and uh, getting excited about video. Uh, so whatever people think of me, they're like, oh, that's the video girl. <laughs> so I think that's my, who I am right now has just been seen as uh, the person that's trying to motivate and inspire to understand how amazing video is. And I think video queen goes really down, really nicely with me. I enjoy that, uh, just hearing that. So I think that's who I am. Um, and I enjoy that. I, I don't think it's, not, it's something that I, I'm kind of taking on. And uh, just seeing all the locals being able to like, oh, that's, that's the video girl over there. Yeah, that's, that's the video girl. Yeah, so that's who I am. All right, video girl. When it comes to YouTube, uh, what is one of your favorite like features or secrets or things that's like in the back end? Not like, oh, I love how on YouTube, like when you watch one person's video, it always keeps popping up. Like, do you have like a favorite hack or something that you use that you just love in YouTube? Um, when it comes to YouTube, I I, I love TubeBuddy. I don't know if that's what you mean. I love TubeBuddy. I love utilizing TubeBuddy to understand like. The SEO of things like I, I enjoy researching and finding like different tags and is the title gonna be good you know so I love using TubeBuddy uh, that's in the back end of YouTube like I really enjoy that uh, and just understanding the whole process there I think a lot of people try to just jump into YouTube and that's great in the beginning you start you get into it figure out your content um, your path but then you eventually need to realize that you want more eyes on it. This is your business. So try to expand it. So what tools can I utilize to, uh, to make it even better? Um, so TubeBuddy is one, one that I would recommend. Awesome. I mean, we can't complain with that since they are our partner in this podcast. So she was yeah. happy to say that, but she did the work there. <laughs> I know. No, it's, it's the honest truth. Like I, I just uh, started using it not so long ago and I'm actually enjoying it because I'm just, Whenever I search something, I'm able to figure out the tags, if that's good. Yeah. If it's not, if it's going to be seen. So I, I honestly, truthfully on it, uh, enjoy it. So I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you're ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. What's maybe a mistake that you've made um, on your YouTube journey that we could learn from? Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes, and we've already touched on this, is um, just doing so many different things at once when it comes to YouTube. 
Um, so I started out and I was just jumped into it, which is great, but I didn't have a direction. It was all over the place and confusing. Like anybody that went on there, they're like, what the heck is this channel about? So I think that was one of my biggest mistakes was just putting way too many random things on my channel at once and not having a direction. I can relate to that totally. So I, th I think it's, I think it's also, I had so many different things I was enjoying, but it doesn't really help you and your business or when you're on YouTube, because there's no way YouTube can figure out what the heck you're doing. It's this double-bladed sword with YouTube. Like they want you to create for them, but they want you to like do it the way they want you. They want to help you grow and give you all the people, but only if they know exactly who to put you in front of that's based on the content that you do. I know that with my channel when I started out, it was a lot of like, Oh, how about this? Or, Ooh, I want to talk about this. And I want to help them do this thing and this thing. And it's like, girl, pick a lane. <laughs> I know. Right. It's, it is difficult. Like I had so many exciting things that I wanted to do. And I was just like, uh, this year I was like, I need to redirect this. I need to figure out the direction I want to go because YouTube is clearly having a hard time figuring out what the heck I'm doing. So yeah, for sure. Do you think there's room on YouTube for new creators? Uh, yeah, there's always new creators. And for example, I'll just bring up Catherine Manning. I think that's the one that you mentioned earlier. She's a fairly new creator. Like she's only been, I guess she's been on for two years, but last year she really took off and there's always room and look at the, the niche that she's in. She started out with uh, Pinterest and blogging and then now she's moved into YouTube. But there's a lot of people that talk about YouTube, right? So I think that's an example, a great example right there, that there's always room for new creators to pop up out of the woodworks. I think in pairing with that, there's always room for the next person. Uh, there's always room for you to be the person that's going to be the next one to blow up. This about mm -hmm. getting very clear about what you have to say and offer. Right. That's it. Yep. Awesome. All right, Catherine, where can people find you on the YouTubes? So on YouTube, my name is Catherine Perry. I've just used my name. Uh, you can search that and I have an awesome picture to go along with that. Uh, yeah. So my name is Catherine Perry and you can search that on YouTube. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Catherine. I appreciate your talent and your contribution to the world via YouTube. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.